Welcome. This is the Trey Tribe, season one, episode six. We are past the halfway mark to the challenge that Hero has given me to reach 11 episodes. So we're making progress. We're proud, we're proud, brother. <laughs> my name is Tafik Suleiman, the student investor, as by no means am I an expert, but every week I'm looking to learn and bring my tribe along. The Trade Tribe is a trading community and show where we learn to trade, share strategies, and contribute to making the tribe wealthier. This show is our take on how we analyze the markets, what we think is going to happen, and how we make plays on that, as well as share our learnings along the journey. Between our training group chat and our weekly recorded calls, we want to see every young adult thrive in our tribe. Uh, so make sure to add us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or any podcast platform at The Trade Tribe. Uh, typical disclaimer, you feel me? We're not experts. Uh, let's see. This week, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things from the elections to the market, the earnings reports that's going on, and how some people think the world is ending. So we'll see how that works. Um, and yeah, today is just myself, Hero, and Hamid. Today's question actually is going to be, what do y'all do after uh what's it called after a huge loss and like what like what do you do after that wow. uh, so that's the question i'm gonna let hero start off tell us how your week is going and all that uh man this week's been crazy for me just with the whole podcast still got time if you want to enter into that contest oh by the time y'all see this shit it won't even matter so y'all already lost <laughs> but uh um just pushing the go vote method you know proud stat that I'm very proud of, you know, African-American men in this country are voting at first time voters, 40% of African-American men who are voting this year or the first time they've ever voted while they were eligible to vote during Obama's two terms. So stats like that make my heart sing. It's a, an awakening of our people realizing that, oh, it's not really, you know, dumb shit It's you know, we got shit to do. And part of getting it done is, you know, making the necessary sacrifices. Those big facts. Those big facts. How about you, Amid? Oh, uh, you didn't. Wait, you didn't answer the question here. You didn't answer the question. Oh, what, what was the question? Oh, what do I do with uh, after he was lost? Um. Uh, it depends on what time of the day it is. I go right to sleep, and I, it just because I just want to start over. Like, all right, system shut down. Let's just start all over. Uh, if I'm if I'm at work. Man, I hope I'm not doing surgery on you now. I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things where you just want to start over. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't sit on them. Uh, to be honest, to be real, you take a major shot, your ability to rebound could dictate if you're going to make your money back. Because it's right when you lose is when the come up happens. And if you out there slacking, you're going to be missing. That's facts. That's facts. How about you, I mean? Um, I just think of, like how am I gonna get this back? You know, I gotta. That's one thing. I'm right back into it. But at the same time, like depending on what time of day it is, I'll just close the, the app and not open it up to the next day and start fresh. That's facts. That's facts. I, I hate losing, so I try to figure out what to do. <laughs> facts. You use that as motivation to get better the next time. I feel it. Exactly. I feel it. Uh, for me, this was a crazy week. Honestly, just so much stuff going on with the stocks, with the markets, they will work. Everyone try to stay sane with everything going on still. And then Halloween is, is been so much that this week literally flew by. But the biggest thing is uh, 
when your bank account, when not your bank account, when your like trading account is going down with the whole market, it's like damn, you just can't pay attention to anything else going on. So, and that's and you know, I told you uh, when we talked about it, you just sell off. Yeah. Because I was uh, when you told me when I said I'm gonna just stay with it, I'm less than twenty percent down. I'm okay with this. You were like, no, nah, I'm gonna just start all over. I was like, you know what? Let's take my fifth, my five percent gains and start all over. What's, what's, right. the, what's the harm? Right. And you were right. It was like when you have like your profit secured, it's like, hmm, you want you want to let it go? Do you want to let it grow? You gotta like sit down and think about that. But because as you said, it's like we just gotta like keep like keep pushing, like locking your profits, and c- cut off all your losses so you can just keep moving on to the next thing. Because just as Hamid said too, like the next thing could even be better than what you're in right now. And I went ahead and did that this week, so I was locking in a lot of profits, cut off some losses. But then the greatest thing is that I feel like for me, I have really good risk management. I'm not putting a hundred percent of my account in one play. So if I'm taking a huge loss on something, that's on a tiny percentage of my account. So. I'm that's something that I feel like I'm really grateful for, especially this week, whereas I can manage a loss. It may be huge to someone else, but to me, it's like, okay, I've set aside this portion. If it goes completely wrong, I'm not stressing, if that makes sense. So it was, besides that, it was, it was a little, you know, you still feel a little bummed out by it, but it's been a great, it's been still a good week overall. Um, I we just going to bounce back once we get into it. Um, but what, specifically, what do I do after a huge loss? Um, I typically just take a break. I just get off social media, close the apps, close anything I'm looking at my trading accounts and just go spend time by myself. Or sometimes I'm just with like friends, just like like just good vibes only. It's like, you just got to take your mind off of it so that you can come back with fresh eyes to look at the markets and find that next big win, if that makes sense. Thanks. But yeah, you feel me? Uh-huh. And that was this past week. The meme of this week, uh, I saw this earlier, I thought it fit in with this past week where everyone's saying, yeah, we're beating expectations. It's just one older CEO saying, yeah, we're beating expectations and sending some ghouls to beat up on this other dude whose shirt says expectations. So I feel like that's what they're really doing. They're just beating the hammer on the head <laughs> with all these things that's going on. So it's, 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 it's easy to say you're being expectation when you know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, like they already know ahead of time, and yeah. we talk about this in the lesson of the week about how earnings reports work um, and how you can play it. But you find people saying, "Oh yeah, we're beating expectations," because they already know how the people that are going to say set the expectations going to rate y'all. So they will change what they want to say and do whatever it takes to say, "Okay, now we're beating expectations." So it's really hard to read in between the lines and read, read through these articles and headliners when you um, if uh, if you don't go through and see, okay, what is the context? What is the situation actually? Um, but yeah, this is the meme of the week. I feel like it fit in perfectly with what happened this past week. Um, but yeah, uh, this week is lesson of the week. Um, instead of the book club, uh, we're doing this every other week. So I would give time to make sure that we also learn it ourselves. Uh, the question again is the same thing from last time. How do I find stocks to invest in? Uh, last time we told you in the indicators. This time, another answer is listening to earnings. Uh, a lot of you might not know, okay, what is the earnings report or those that have, might have heard of it, have a good feeling of it, but we're going to give you a little more context and find better ways to go about it. We're doing the same thing. Um, but basically, an earnings report, as you see on Investor P, is, a quarterly, is pretty much a quarterly filing. I like to think of it as an uh, over-glamorized press release uh, that pretty much tells you, hey, 
this is what we expect for the week going ahead. Um, and they include and talk about different stuff of, such as uh, their earning, like just specific financial information that they include in a report called the 10Q. Uh, they, they pretty much tell you how, how they're performing through these documents, through this press release, and by telling you the numbers of what is going on in the back end. And it's crazy because uh, this was not a thing before, but it became uh, enforced by the SECs as the securities uh, commission that kind of oversees the companies that are public. And as a requirement for being public, or we talked about how you go public via an IPO, after the IPO, you have to keep an agreement with the public. The public investors are buying shares of your company. Um, and this is pretty much what they use this as an outlet. It happens as obviously four times a year, every quarter, every three months. Uh, but the interesting thing is that these companies can decide what specific days they want to go uh, there. So there's like kind of equal control between themselves as a company, but also the public. Uh, but before I continue, does anyone else have like anything you want to talk about in terms of earnings? I don't know if you're going to dig into this, but it's just important for you to remember earnings aren't, aren't the end all be all for a company. It's just them having to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. That is facts. That's facts. And it's like, that's the requirement. That's actually one of the actual requirements that's yeah. really not an agreement between it, it, the SEC and uh, these companies that report their filing. Because as they're doing it, there is legally binding documentation that says, hey, you have to tell us the truth about what is going on with the situation. What do you think is going to happen in the future? You got to reveal all your financial numbers, such as revenue, expenses. And like, you actually have to line, um, itemize it. But the, the bad thing is a lot of people don't give a, really care much to really look into and find out, okay, what are all this information? But, and that's where the term bottom line comes from because all of this stuff is like a 20, 30, 50 page, sometimes maybe with a hundred page report about, hey, this is what they And they just try to squeeze it in one hour, which is through the press release. And that's uh, available for anyone to listen to, onto, uh, mainly to attract other investors, but mainly to actually give the information that they're required to give to the investors that are, are the general public. Yeah. Um, so I, I it is actually required. Yeah, I can't stress it. And, I'll, and just before you move on, also, uh, you can also use it for more than just money. For example, we know that uh, like PlayStation and Sony are coming out. Best Buy mm -hmm. has said that they will have my, uh, the Xbox and PlayStation 5 in stock this year for Black Friday. But we also now know from their uh, uh, these statements that they had, they've underperformed in getting these things out. So that means there's probably only five of these things in each store. So is it worth you running out there for a chance to be one of five? I mean, risk it for the biscuit, but it can also give you informed information about how things are moving in the real world, not just the Thanks. stock world. Thanks, because like they have people that work within these companies that predict, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And that's why they're so successful because they plan and predict, okay, this is what's going to happen. So this is how we're going to deploy our money, deploy our resources to actually go become great. So like, I guess, make more money and like eventually drive the business forward. So it's really interesting because I didn't know much about this until one day I was like, hmm, I hear all about earnings, but like, I really don't know how it works, what people are saying. A lot of people really just make bets based off earnings. And that's why it's kind of glorified gambling, but it's not a bet if they tell you exactly what is going to happen and how they're going to make money off of it. Like they literally tell you, this is how we're going to do it. This is what's going to happen. You, with this amount of money we're going to make, we expect to uh, do this and that, and this is going to be the result. Like they literally lay out everything or they, or they kind of jump it up a, a little bit so it's hard to tell. But I think this is really crazy because they literally give you the whole game plan and tell you how we're going to make money. Mm -hmm. Just follow along. 
you really just like follow along. Like just give us your money. You know, you can get a, a piece of the pie. You get, we give you your dividends. We give you your profits. The value of the stocks won't go up. It's like, they're literally just trying to like sell you, sell to you why like they should, they're a great investment. Oh, but that's also the bad thing. Cause again, they're trying to sell you. So that's why a lot of time I feel like companies get very antsy when it comes to like situations like we're in right now with COVID, like damn, our earnings are not going to be great. So we got to either push back the earnings report, wiggle some numbers around or do something kind of like how Tesla did with um, selling credits. Um, I, I can't remember what they call it. They're selling credit something just so they can boost their revenue numbers and it attract more investors. And that's why this, one of the reasons, not the main reason why their stock price goes up. So that could be a bad thing if you think about it, because they are trying to sell you. And, you know, when someone's trying to sell you, they only care about them making money at the end of the day. So they can't skew some of the things, but they are legally requiring you to tell you truth. Are they stretching it? Are they not stretching it? It's up to you to decide. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much um, uh, most of the stuff about earnings. I did, I was reading an article about a 2008 earnings report earlier this week, and it was crazy how similar what they were saying in that article about, oh, stocks are going down, situation is crazy, um, and we can't, we're uncertain what's going to happen next. And that was kind of like during that recession or sparked that recession. So it's funny how we're in the exact same position 12 years later in 2020, we're dealing with the exact same rhetoric and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And don't be fooled that thinking like, you know, just because someone's telling you something about uh, earning reports, earning reports can be detrimental to you because at the same time that you are being told good news, guess who, guess who else is hearing this? And, and this is something that's right. Those press release can be released at any time. So yeah. if you're not on the call, to hear it in real time, and that's something I really enjoy. You you can be in the call to listen in. So in real time, when everyone hears it, you get to hear. And that fifteen to, uh, I think the best example was American Airlines. They did their call at six a.m. in the morning, two hours before the market opened up. So people had time to react if they were there. But the people who wake up at seven thirty, and just see the market fluxing, they don't know why they buy in, and then the crash happened. And that's when everyone lost their money. So don't be lullied into some sense of security because you see the spreadsheet and the numbers are reflecting. Those numbers could be reflecting something that happened hours ago, minutes ago, or days in advance. So yep. it's be on the call. If you're gonna, if you're invested in a company, wake your ass up and get on the call. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like as they 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 have full power to change the date and the time. So even if they tell you, because typically they'll tell you, okay, we're having our earnings a month from now. Like within a couple of weeks, you should know when the earnings report is. But I feel like that's a no brainer for us. If if they but, if someone pushes the call back, if that's bad. Yeah, and that's think about it. That's what happened earlier this year mm -hmm. when COVID happened. The scheduled earnings, people were like, hey, we're actually going to postpone it another week, a couple of days. We're going to move from the morning to the night yeah. because when you do it in the night after the market closes, there's less there's less time for people to react and less chance of the stock dropping. I think that should be a standard. They should only release the the numbers after the market is closed. I think I think it's becoming a standard. Like a lot of companies yeah. are starting to do more and more. It's very rare. And if you pay attention, it's not really rare, but it's less frequent when they do in the mornings, like everyone's after our, after our, like, you know how like we've been seeing the, talking about when are the earnings um, during our calls, like it literally always, most of the time when I'm putting it is, okay, after close, after close, after close. So it's interesting, like they can, that, and it's yeah. interesting how they time it. When I see stuff after close, 
it kind of makes you worry. You know, like like okay, when I see after close, that means it's gonna be volatile either way because they're like they don't want things to go crazy. So like let's put it after close, right? Or maybe they, or I mean, they could, or they just could want a full day of trading. Like yeah, yeah, they could, they could want a full day of trade. Like I'm not calling everyone sus, but it's your money, so you, I'm always gonna advise you to to double check everything. Definitely. And I think there's been something interesting going on in the markets in terms of earnings. I feel I like to call it the earnings trap where a lot of people, okay, they'll buy in a couple of weeks leading up to a good earnings report, uh, maybe two to three weeks before, and the stock slowly starts going up. But then with the day of the earnings report at the last hour, it starts to either drop or move up depending on how they want to signal to get more I, people I to get in. Victim to that. The market closes that shit just crashes like 2%, 3%, maybe even more. Yeah, I've fallen victim to that. So I think it's something big going on in terms of that. I think that's a new strategy that a lot of the bigger financial institutions are doing where they manipulate the markets right at the time of earnings. Um, and that's why I've been avoiding um, earnings reports, mainly because I don't want to be staying in them while the earnings report is going on, or I can use that as an entry point into a stock that I'm looking at. So same thing happened with me with Chegg. I, I saw, okay, Chegg has been going great. They've been like, I've been hearing all my friends in college tell oh, I'm using Chegg. Uh, I'm using Chegg, I'm using Chegg. And it's like, okay, they're, they're getting a lot of people, customers. And so that means they should be making money. So I was looking at it, it's like, okay, they have their earnings in a couple of weeks and I support their product. I looked into it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm a buy into it now, let it rise up. Then I'm gonna sell the day before the earnings report. And I think that was on Tuesday last week. And I was able to sell it before the earnings report, before the market closed. And I locked in 12, easy 12% profit on like a two week trade, maybe less than two weeks. And that's like a great option because afterwards it crashed like 5%, but I think it did rebound the next day, but it's like, I don't want to take that risk. So I'm just going to lock in this profit and move on onto it. So that's the new strategy I'm trying out. Uh, I call it the earnings trap. So I'm going to copyright that, let y'all know how that goes when I print the book about it <laughs> a year from now. Um, the other day, no, yes, what was it yesterday, two days ago? I was watching Wolf of Wall Street and I've mm -hmm. seen the movie before, but I never saw it like while I was trading, you know, and I didn't understand the full target. So after watching it, now that I understand the stock market, side note, the movie's great now. Like it's even better now, but when you actually understand what they're doing and things like that, mm -hmm. and, it, and it goes back to when we were talking about like the influence of social media, stuff like that with stocks, like that movie kind of helped me understand a little bit about like how people will push up a stock via social media, you know, like with, with tweeting this, like, for example, there was, you know, when the Bolivia thing happened where Tesla um, missed out on, like the, with the presidency change or like that, they were, people were saying they weren't gonna be able to um, get their lithium like they were supposed to, even though that was completely like not true. But because on social media, people were saying that people like who don't really know a lot about trading and how it works, they just saw that tweet and were like, yeah, their stock's gonna go down. And that that made it go down more than the actual thing. Just the thought that people thought it was gonna go, like that, that misinformation was passed along via social media cause people to react and that just made me like think about like how training in this age of social media and things with like robin hood and tdm how everybody has access to it how misinformation can really change a lot of things and make things fluctuate so that's just a side note something i picked up while watching the movie yeah now it was i think that movie really gave a lot of insight yeah so like what does it really take to like invest in stocks and things like that mm -hmm. they focus on penny stocks is still a lot of overlap. There's still a lot of like game from that. So that's a definitely a must watch. Definitely. Like there was, there were scenes in the movie where he was like, I'll explain it. Like, never mind, you don't care. I was like, no, I care. I care. Explain it. Facts. Facts. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Have you watched that movie, Hero? 
Yeah, The Wolf of Wall Street. It's yeah. it was made by the same director that made a uh, another movie similar to that, where it's like it, it's all about getting people to realize it's this satire about something that's super important, but everyone takes it as a joke. And I think it, I think the one that I'm thinking of was talking about uh, like the election. So I always just tell people like, don't get don't get it full of yourself. You know, yeah. understand. If it if there's a joke about it, there's some truth behind it. What did J. Cole say? Every every good joke has some truth in it. That's what J. Cole said. Yeah. <laughs> Words of J. Cole. <laughs> All right. I bet. And that pretty much covers our lesson of the week. Uh talk about earnings. Uh let me think. Is there other ways to like understand how to invest? Well, that's pretty much the main strategies. Well, uh, I mean, there's. I think that you covered it. One of them, but just the two things. Like one, you can go in with the expectation of using this information to make a profit, or go in with the expectation of how to secure your profit. Because dividends come out shortly after these calls. So I know whenever I see a call day for my for one of my stocks, I'm selling everything. I don't care if they had good numbers because when dividends go out then it, it drops anyway. So that's my buyback period. So just create a strategy and talk about it. Talk to your friends about it because people will tell you if your shit is done. No, facts. And that, that's actually a great point. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that enough. And that's pretty much one of the main reasons why we all started this podcast. So like we can have those discussions about how to play these earnings and things like that. I remember our, one of our initial strategies was, oh, how are we going to play earnings, earnings, things like that. And we've all evolved and tried different strategies because all strategies are different. All everyone different strategies work for different people. Mm-hmm. So definitely come up with a strategy about how you're going to play these things and have those conversations with other people to see, okay, does this make sense or does this not make sense? So I think that's a great point. Because as they're releasing this information, that's the only way you're going to get the information by having those discussions, really. So it's about it's a it's a, it's a, it's a game of information, honestly, to me. Yeah. Uh, but that is the lesson of the week going over earnings reports. Um, before we jump into what we happened in the past week in this, definitely check out again uh, the book that we discussed last week. Um, we read chapter one of Calculated Risk by Kevin Trades. Uh, we still have the discount code on. So definitely use Trade Travel discount code, get 15% off um, the price. Um, it's a great read. We're going to discuss the second chapter next week, and I'll be talking about options trading. Now, everyone is talking about, okay, how do I get to options trading? Because you want to make money. This is how we're learning. We're learning by reading books and things like that that teach us how to do it. Um, yeah. I, I, I've already started reading the second chapter, not spoil, but uh, to revisit the Greek was very useful to me. Yes. Yes. I took my... I, I, we gonna have a whole discussion about theta one on one. Theta, theta, theta was theta was a reminder course. I was like, fuck yeah, theta and and decay. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about that, we are gonna talk about it next week. Um, but back to last week. Last week again, man, it was a bloody week for a lot of people and a very green week for other people. Um, I don't even know where to start. Uh, <sighs> start- last week. You start with the fact that, man, you start with the fact that people really out here neglecting their stocks, man. Uh, the sheer abuse of, like, of <laughs> understanding of the market. Uh, we literally saw this scenario play out six months ago. 
in April. And people, for some reason, have forgotten, like, no, earning reports is coming out. I'm buying everything. And when you're, st- when, and you can see the supports being, you can see the desperation of new buyers with their supports trying to keep the market afloat. But when, when the literal government, when Trump stops talking about the stock market, you should, you should have no money invested. When Trump, that's just a simple, like, I don't know what else you need. He's a free indicator. It's because it's because even I'm I'm a victim of this too, so I'm not gonna lie. But it's because you become very attached to these stocks. Like you have so much hope for these stocks. It's kind of like like the earnings report. If you think about it, the earnings report is kind of like how you give you you tell your you tell your mom and dad about your grade report when they tell you, oh yeah, your grades and teacher are. conference, baby. Yeah, and they're like, okay, bring your report to me. We gotta talk about it. We're gonna tell you how you did. And you're like, because they invest so much money in you, like they want to make sure, okay. They're, they're, they're getting their money's worth. So if I put money into a stock, that's my baby. That's my child. Hamid <laughs> knows better. Hamid knows better. I know he knows better. No attachment, man. <laughs> it's hard not to, man, because like as it's growing, it's like, wow. As a, as a person who made money off of McDonald's and hasn't eaten McDonald's in 17 years, they, you, I don't, hey, I believe in Green New Deal my ass forever. I'll vote. For the Green New Deal, but if uh, First Energy pops up on my screen for for dip, I'm buying it. The, the stock market is a soulless place. Nice, yeah. it's, it's a cutthroat world, man. But yeah, yeah, no, 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 no need for emotions at all. It's, it's been an interesting week. Um, but most of the stuff that happened, um, there was a lot of volatility this past week. The market did end off low. Um, okay, so real quick, real quick. So when you say volatility, right? You know, I usually hear volatility like a little bit of, you know, up and down, up and down and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I guess we had two different markets because my market wasn't very volatile. It was all red. <laughs> there was no volatility. It was just all bad. That's part of volatility because now it just dropped. Even though it was like, all one way. It was, it was, it was, it was. <laughs> Volatility oh, implies oh, different like, directions. Yeah, yeah. There was no direction with mine, man. It was all bad. That's also a different kind of volatility. That's the worst kind of volatility. Yeah. Coming back to where you started, you use a lot lower. That's consistent failure. <laughs> but you're not alone. That was pretty much the whole yeah. point. The whole S&P 500 dropped about 5.6% from last week, which is crazy. That's like one of the highest drops in... The past, it's not the highest, like probably top 10, but probably like top 12 drops in the past year or so, a couple years. Um, but mainly, the biggest thing that happened a lot of big tech companies reported, as you can see, there's so many earnings from last week, um, such as Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, you name it. And because these companies make up a large percentage of the SP 500, the whole market is going to be shaken, if that makes sense. Um, so, with that downtrend, because a lot of stocks dropped right after they reported their earnings, because just kind of like what everything going on but i'm going to talk more about that later and that affected everyone else because if apple did bad why is that affecting a company like solar energy or things like that like it, it don't make sense but that's just that's just how it is um so it is uh, it, but it does make sense because these companies every company that's under one of, if you're in a big tech se- sector say you're say you're uh thumb up my ass uh graham and your thing is about taking pictures with people with their thumbs up their ass your hope and prayer is that Instagram buys you. 
Yeah, you're hoping your prayers that one of these companies buy you. So when their numbers look bad, that's less that's less money for you to be bought up with. Because you really don't know when it's gonna last. So yep. like, you, gotta, you you can't really tell. Because with companies like Alphabet, like Alphabet only dropped 0.8 percent, while other companies were dropping hella hard. Like Twitter dropped. Set almost 80% after the report. That was weird to me. For Twitter to not be a profitable company, why are they being pushed around? I, I found it strange that during this pandemic, they went to, they were at like $38. So that means since I last bought them at $34, they found a way to get $4 in the last six months. And I'm just curious to know, who keeps bolstering their numbers? Like when Trump leaves Twitter, is there are they dead? I I really have no idea. I really cannot. I mean, you. you're uh, I mean, you're mute. So my the thing with Twitter is that it's Twitter comes to a political place now. If you notice, like example, when a House of Representative person tweets on their tweet, it says their position under their tweet. Like Twitter mm -hmm. puts that in, not them. It puts it in, like it lets you know who's talking. So they're they're big into fact checking now, and a lot of the fake news things has been putting out. It's just a, they're big into politics and stuff like that now and addressing how people take in media. So that's having an effect on how people look at Twitter and that's what's been making it to change. That's a very fair point. That's a very yeah. fair point. You know, like even, even, and even, even Instagram went to the point of denying people from posting stuff. Like not just saying this isn't yeah, a fact, they they let you post it. They'll put a, but they'll put a link on it. Every time uh, I literally, my last Instagram post has no political tags, but because they have a, a scan reader. They can read the words on the post. They saw that they had something to do with voting and they tagged my post as a, hey, these are sources to get information on voting. So I, I commend the big temp companies for taking the bare minimum approach to making sure this election has yeah. some fact check because even as a troll, you have to now be like a little bit salty every time you post a meme and underneath it, it says, here are the facts just in case you are tricked by this for some reason. Exactly. It's because they've seen, like, they learned from the last election what happened. Like people will use the media, social media networks, it's like Twitter, things like, cause that's the new media. Like this is the new place people get their news and stuff and information, Facebook, Twitter. And they'll use it for social, they'll, they'll do social engineering to change and manipulate what people will do based off what they will hear. And it's crazy how the psychology affects everything, but it, it, it goes as deep as the stock markets to hold votings and elections. It's like, it, it's, it's crazy. Like this, this kind of conversation that Joe Rogan has on this podcast about conspiracy theories and things like that. Joe like, Rogan is such an And then even, and even they're going so detailed into fact checking this, for example, you now the people keep on saying that Joe Biden wants to tax, tax the middle class and stuff like that, right? If you make a post like that, they'll, they'll say something, they'll fact check it because they're saying like, Joe Biden wants to put a tax on people who make over four hundred thousand dollars. I don't yes. know about you guys, but that's not middle class to me. I'm sorry, that's no, not. No, that's not. <laughs> so, no. so they're fact checking even stuff like that, you know, like to that detail and even to people's opinions of things. They're fact checking. Uh, and, and this is another thing that I've commit like tried to tell people. I have a VPN on my account and a bunch of ad blockers. Whenever my VPN and ad blockers are running, I never see any of these memes or jokes. That's just further proof to me that this is coming from outside sources outside of our country. Like when I take my ad blocker and my uh, my uh, VPN off, I start seeing the jokes and it just, and then you do a little, you just hit a, you know, you hit the control, control Y to look at the background of it. And you see that, oh, it's been sourced out of Russia or Pakistan or Algeria. It's just like, why are all these things coming to me? But it's just further propaganda. And you know, I, I have a fucking disdain. I hate, 
the woke 2.0 black people of this world. Uh, shout out to my book club. We just finished reading the, the spook that, sat, that sits by the door. It's a it's literally a narrative of how it be our own people out here telling us the lies. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, but even in that even in that story, uh, Harriet Tubman is known for freeing slaves, but what she should have been known for is killing slaves that didn't cooperate. Facts. Damn, we going deep. Yeah, no, it's the truth. It's, it's the, truth. the truth. Harriet Tubman was. Everybody calls her Harriet Tubman. Her name was General Tubman. Let's be real. <laughs> I did hear that. I did hear that. Yeah, people got, don't know that side of her. Hey, if you, if you didn't come, you're a liability. Yeah. Hey. I need you to be ready at 6 a.m. before uh, at before dawn, before uh, dusk. I need you to be 10 pounds lighter, and I need you to be able to run two miles without drinking water. Okay, I'll be ready. Oh, they 10 minutes into run, you falling back? Don't even worry about it. Boom, you dead. Because you know what that is doing for the other ones? That lets the dogs, that lead the dogs right to you while we keep running. The, the price of freedom is going to require... Somebody. And, and that's interesting you say that because a lot of people feel like that's going to happen with the election. What, what do y'all think about that? The election is the election's over for me. Uh, Biden's going to win 303 to 230. It's going to take four days for all the total ballots to be counted. It's going to go up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court, and this is going to be a decisive blow. The Supreme Court knows if they rule against the the art of the democracy. The only thing that the American people really understand, if I vote, my vote matters. If anyone takes that away from America, both sides of the party will start to rebel. It well, doesn't- what, what, what is gonna be that price? Like going back to the example of the Harriet Tubman, like what is gonna be that price? Cause people are saying, okay, there's a lot of headlines gonna you know, indication that because the, the stock market, way stock market is performing, Biden's gonna win. Which yeah. I don't know. Okay, is that facts or reach? Like similar to the public? No. So, that, so we can talk about a bunch of key. A, yeah, there's a bunch of. There's nothing that decides a, an election other than the people. It's our vote. But just like in 2000, uh, 2008 or not 2000, 2004, when uh, Florida went to the Supreme Court and they decided not to count those votes, Florida ever since then is still recovering from that issue, and the rebellion was harsh. It was harsh because now they had to basically give all the people there, all right, no taxes, no nothing. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. We're going to make amends. That's why a bunch of old people go to Florida to die now. But the thing that you have to remember is in this new day and age where it has been four years of revolting, the, the situation where rich people, the top 1% here, top 4% here, it is easier for them to take a negative, a minus profit versus losing total control. You can keep us in, you can lull the masses down, but the moment you you uproot us, there's no going back. There's no planting that seed again because you've now taken the reality that we knew. Even if it wasn't fair, it's like pulling the plug in the matrix. You can't put it back in. That person's gone. That's facts. That's facts. So, what do you think of me? What do you think? I'm mute. You're, you're on mute. <laughs> Sorry. 
everything you're saying, I agree with. I mean, it just makes sense. And that's just how the market works. And that's how things work. And that's just how society works. Um, that's what it's come down to. And the more people you talk to, the more you'll start to realize that. Not even just talking to people like, I guess I'm out the country. I've been talking to people out the country and they're saying the same exact thing. And when you're outside of that bubble, and you're not feeding into the propaganda and all that kind of stuff, you see a whole different light. Yeah, yeah. Trump supporters are, are sold. Like, there are Trump supporters out here who honestly think on the night of the election at 8 p.m. he's going to be declared the winner. Like, I, I was here in Omaha when uh, those Trump supporters got left at the airport. Seven of those cats came to my airport. And I'm telling you, the delusion on some of these people face, the, the grandeur of, like, expectation... I have the luxury of having social media and having like a platform where people can talk back to me. So when a white person tells me, how could you not vote for Trump? He's done so much for your people. A white person can say that to me. I know that they've drank the Kool-Aid, Jim Jones, you're done. It's over because for them, they're so upset. Like for them to have a rally in Florida for gays for Trump and there are no gay people in the crowd, that's them drinking the Kool-Aid, man. That's them believing the hype. But if you read even exit polls, you know what the strategy was on Fox News last night for John Hannity? Hey, if you voted for Joe Biden, you know you can request a, a, a correctional ballot, right? You can, you can change your ballot. Like, they've already decided they've lost. They now want to figure out a way to cheat. <laughs> oh, you them. You saw them discounting the drive the drive through votes and what was it? Texas? So yeah, that that's being led to 10, 10, 10, uh, what, 10 million? No, 10,000 10, votes. 100, 000, no, 100,000. 100,000 votes are up for grab because there was a like drive up. And that's the crazy part you have to think about. Like there's no reason for these votes not to matter during a pandemic at that. But the fact still remains that the Republican Party knows if it's one vote, one person, there's, there'll never be another Republican vote, Republican in office, period. Ever. The Electoral College is what keeps corrupt people in power. And the Biden administration has a major task because while everyone's going to be looking at him to do social justice shit, he needs to really be focused on getting shit that will guarantee that social justice shit can happen removing the electoral college packing the supreme court and doing away with the debt to the people those three things are not socially sound for black people but they can help black people down the line and black people have such narrow sight you've you weren't uh, you know our people we weren't enslaved there's no slaves in our family genes no family bloodline but it is it, the hypocrisy that they hang on to their pain and grievance is understandable the fact that they don't know how to make energy out of that kinetic force is unacceptable i think there's i think there's people that are trying to do that now for sure for sure in the news the biggest ones that i've heard of is like p diddy he started his own um black political party uh but p diddy p diddy's a fucking farce he's a horrible farce like p diddy is not p diddy is not a representation of us so the, the, the problem in america Everybody's so focused on it being a racial issue, but the biggest, the biggest problem people don't figure out is that it's a wealth issue. It's a, it's an economic it's issue. Gap. Yeah, that exactly, exactly. An economic wealth gap. Well, and and that's what it really comes down to. When people, when people are surprised about rich black people viewing one way, it's like, wh why are you surprised by that? Yeah, little, little Wayne supports Donald Trump. Little Wayne is part of the top four percent. 
he of always support record. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, of course he's going to support Donald Trump. Like I've been, seeing, I've been seeing a lot of wealthier black people posting on Twitter like, hey, like my vote is going to Trump. Like, no, but, but those, but we also these people aren't new. You know there was house slaves. They, they, there was all types of slaves. <laughs> you know us with our skin complexion. Oh, what was that song? Uh, <laughs> Oh, um, the story of OJ. The story yeah, of OJ. OJ. Yeah. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Yeah. When OJ went to jail for three years, he became black. He came out, he's <laughs> black now. <laughs> Literally. That's funny. Yeah. I, I do I do have a question for you guys. I do have a question for you guys. With all like these different headlines coming up, all this stuff going on, what do y'all feel like is the true cause for why the stock was dropping last week? Like some people say it all is, um, tech companies bringing the market down from bad earnings or um, the rising cases in COVID is getting serious. We're preparing for a second wave. Um, some people saying it's the elections. Nobody knows what's going to happen. It's all three. People are saying all kinds of stuff. It's all three. Uh, like, I think it's a mix of all three. Or is there no, because, that? okay, so UK is about to lock down. Uh-huh. We, 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 people talk about the second wave. This is our third spike and it's worse than the first. Our third spike, wow. Our third spike. Now the death rate is down from 100, 1,100 to 890 per person, which says that people are getting better treatment. But you want to know what comes with treatment? Facilities, structure, and uh, resources. There are only so many doctors for so many sick people. So if you stress the system, you'll see that 800, that 900 number, 800 number go back up. Mm-hmm. Then the election, because it's rightfully so. If Trump gets out of office, Trump is going to do whatever he can do to tank this economy in this country because he lost. So, so when he's on the other side, he can say, look, see what happened. Wouldn't y'all have been better with me? He's that narcissistic. We know he's that narcissistic. And then also... These companies have benefited the Facebooks, the the Amazons from becoming billion billion dollar increases during a pandemic. Enough money to offset the pandemic funds for years, not even talking about six months. And instead of helping the people, they padded their wallets. The reckoning is coming for them. They have to know this. True, true. How about you, Amit? Um, I think, I think no matter what, yes, it's a little bit out there, but I think no matter what companies did during this these past few weeks, it wasn't going to affect how traders reacted. I think people mm. are people are foreseeing chaos so much that that's mm. responding. Like no matter, like there was company, what was it? What was it Sony something like that who beat expectations by two hundred sixty eight percent? And yeah. they went. Sony did last last week. Oh. Was it? I think it was Sony. Oh yeah, Sony had their own Yeah. They, they beat it by 66%. In a regular, in regular day, they're going crazy. But this, people were like, okay, cool. They were up for like an hour, you know? So it's like, people, people And literally going, someone tweeted, what if they run out of PlayStation 5s and their shit just started dropping? Like, people are wow. so nervous. That is, that's why pre-orders are going crazy. I can feel, like, man. The, the slightest thing makes people, because everybody's on edge. The slightest thing, is, it's kind of like, you know, when somebody's chasing, when you're, when you're a criminal who's on the run, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know anything about that. Sorry. <laughs> like, like you're paranoid. People are paranoid, baby. People, yeah. people are on ten. So anything that doesn't seem hundred percent guaranteed, they get nervous about. It. So even if the market was, even if 
companies were doing well, people would still be nervous. And one thing I noticed though, how, you know, Tesla's under, four, is under 400 now. But mm-hmm. yes, Neon I was so sad to sell my last shares of Tesla because they hit my stop loss. I was like, man, this is my baby. Tesla dog made me so much money. <laughs> man, I liked it when I saw it. I was like, but, but how beautiful is that? Because right now, if you have $800, you can buy an option contract on Apple or mm-hmm. Tesla with a turnaround profit of nearly $2,000 if it goes anywhere near where it is. Man, I so am ready. it's new beginnings. I am ready. I sold off all my stocks. I sold Apple, Tesla, Microsoft. I told my landlord she might not get rent this month just because. <laughs> just because. Because it's just like, no, fuck that. If the world ends, I need to make sure I got cash on me. Yes. Yeah, like, gee, I was so happy. As, as much as some stocks took an L, I always felt so great to lock in some of those profits. Like my Tesla profits, I still held 40 shares of the 20 shares I held about in the past and locked in profits. And I locked, locked in my last share. And it still said above 130% profit. That was beautiful to me like being able to say okay now hold on talk talk, 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 talk sense to that 130 talk sense to that you had how many stocks and you got what for it uh i don't remember the exact number you already know like how many because it was what i had four shares left because i had and this is prior to the split this is no no i sold uh, i think 16 out of the 20 um post split because there was a huge spike up after the split but i sold a couple at post split, as it was coming back down, I was I wasn't trying to, but I was saying because it was coming back down. But somebody told me to still hold on, and I held on to the couple four shares, and it, it went up a little bit more, came back down again too. But like I still had that like amount of profit. Like same thing with stuff like I'm Apple and Microsoft. Like Microsoft, I was pretty sure that was like what thirty percent, um, about thirty percent profit after holding that for a little bit. Apple too. Um, it, it was a, it was a couple of them, but it was like it felt good to still be able to like lock in those profits on the long ones. The, my options, those expired worthless, but again, I had my risk management in place. So I didn't take a huge loss on that, but locking in those profits, that pretty much kept me out of a good place. If anything, I'm still up way, way in the green because of those huge stocks I held for the long term. Um, so there's a benefit, you know, this is the exact example of what we talked about. Like there's benefits to holding long-term, there's benefits to shorting. Like you just gotta know the right situation. Um, and yeah, like I'm just excited this coming week, and we're gonna segue into that next. This coming week, I'm excited. I'm I have all my capital. I'm ready to find anything. I currently have a, a open uh, position on spy. I think it's gonna be a drop in the put, so I put a put on it. Uh, but that's really just like a hedge in case we can know this stuff goes up. Um, but I'm excited. I'll be I'll, I'll be all excited. We, there's so much happened this past week, but there's gonna be a lot more stuff going on this coming week. No, for sure. I'm. I'm- I, I'm looking for the option play and I'm putting it all in there uh, right at, like right at the election point. It not, could be not, a put. Not all. We got to. Not all. Not all. But uh, the, the free cash that I have. Facts. 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 Um, but yeah, so much stuff happened last week. A lot more stuff going to happen this week. Uh, just as a summary again, um, feel free to chime in anything else that we didn't, we didn't cover. Bitcoin. Oh, it's going crazy. Bitcoin is at 13,800. It started the week off at 13,000. It's just shooting up. So a lot of people are giving up on the dollar. People are trying to put their money in, in cryptocurrency. I'm probably going to put $100 into Bitcoin at some point later this year. But it's, 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 it's crazy. It's just a lot of stuff going on. Like now it's almost going to be, I'm pretty sure it's going to hit 14,000 this week. Um, and we'll talk about that too. Um, Bitcoin you- always gets popular whenever 
um, whenever like there's a lack of confidence in the yep. in the American situation. That's what Bitcoin was invented to do, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's serving its purpose. Um, yeah. Also, the the stalemate and stimulus, stimulus talks that's pretty much not going to happen until after the election. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not stalemate. They've made their decision. Whoever wins will dictate who get whose name is on the check next. Basically, um, rising COVID cases. So please do take this COVID situation seriously. Just put on um, the goddamn mask. Thanksgiving, Christmas, ill. COVID <laughs> having a feast. COVID is having a, it's the buffet line for COVID. Hey, but you know, and it's so crazy. To, like, you know, as much as I love seeing these little kids dress up, there's something hilarious about just seeing kids dress up and stuff. But man, I, the, 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 the lack of concern Mm-hmm. is really like baffling to me like for 25 cent snicker bars you out here letting your kids walk up and down this like there are people knocking on my door this year and i was just like <laughs> did you give them any candy <laughs> no i was out here giving them backhand slaps like get the fuck mm-hmm. off my hand sanitized slaps we yeah this like, <laughs> and the parents on the on uh, and this is the crazy part the parents will send the kids up while they asses at the at the sidewalk because they know. <laughs> I was like, it's crazy. I was driving through Chicago today. It was not today. It was uh, earlier this week, and I people know it was it was no yesterday. I was driving through Chicago yesterday, and I was seeing people going trick or treating. Like it was crazy just to see everyone just in the streets walking around with their um, buckets full of candy. Like and, man, it was for, crazy. Was, wow. For some gas gas station ass candy. <laughs> That's probably where people got it from. Gas stations are see this the Walgreens down the street. <laughs> yeah. Like what's funny to me is that like people were complaining about wearing a mask and they said don't go to your feet. Like, why? I want to wear my mask. Like <laughs> the one time we say don't wear a mask, that's when you guys want to wear it. One time it's we crazy. say don't go to the street, stay in the house. But yeah, I hope everybody enjoys the Halloween despite that. Um be safe. That was pretty much the most of the stuff that happened this past week. Um and going into the week ahead. It's 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 a fair amount of stuff. Um, I, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I just wanted to keep people's focus in mind, not stress people out about overwhelming. <laughs> oh, topic! You out here trying to peak, make it, bring the peace? Is that is that your is that your game plan? <laughs> hey, if it works, man. Uh, one of the biggest things that I saw, y'all feel free to chime in. What you feel like is gonna happen this week? Presidential election, November third. I'm not sure when is the when, when are the results gonna be in the third is the last day, right? I would say for uh, I was the last day for counting ballots is in, in I think all states is 12 days. Some states are three, some days are 48 hours. But the last day that a ballot can be counted is 12 days after the election. I think in uh, Arizona or uh, PA and Chicago is nine days. But if 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 Texas is blue. You don't got to worry about everybody else. Oh, yeah. If Texas or Florida is blue, it doesn't matter who's blue. It doesn't matter. It's over with. If, if, if Texas, because Texas is always red, so if Texas can be blue. If we get, if we get two, thir- if we only get um one third of Texas to be blue. We're good. It's over. Yeah. So you're saying, so the election, last day to put your balance and stuff in is on the third, but we might not get the final results results till the 13th, kind of? Is that, is that what you said? Yeah, 13th? sort of. Yeah. That is scary to me. Like, but between the thing, though, 13, 13, that's 10 days, well, what, eight days of trading that could happen. So, like, there's so much uncertainty. I feel like it's going to make shit more volatile. But what, yeah. happens, what happens usually, though, 
somebody concedes before the full count is in. So that's what we're saying. If, if the states, if like states that are using one color become a different color, we're gonna kind of basically know, okay, this person won already. Yeah. Right. But as the news is gonna come out, like it's not gonna be every day. They're not gonna release the news of every state in one day. But that, and this is, that's the beauty of it. That's the for, beauty, the first, exactly. for the first time in a fucking long time, everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's not like the electoral commission can't call up their stockbroker first. It goes out on a public information forum and you don't call them, they call you. So my ears are, every night I'm going to be streaming the results. And as each state goes in, I'm going to be doing a tally count. And the moment a company, a moment someone hits two thirds, I know where my money's going. Exactly. Facts. Would you, so you're saying it wouldn't be smart to play as each news, I guess each state's news comes in. Like, is, would that be not smart? No, I think it's, it you, you look for key states. If Pennsylvania yeah. comes, comes out red, but once again, Florida's blue, you gotta go with the blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even and even look at some smaller states, like not smaller states, but geographically, but electoral. Like if if Wisconsin, Wisconsin's gonna be red, but let's say Wisconsin ends up blue, that tells you everything you need to know about this election. Facts, facts, facts. Definitely, we're gonna have to like stay on top of that this week. So as as you're seeing these things, or if I'm seeing this, I'm definitely dropping it in Discord so that we can all like pay attention. We got the new section, so definitely drop those in there because that's gonna be driving a lot of stuff in my opinion this week um but yeah what else let's see we got the federal reserve interest rate decision do y'all think they're gonna lower it raise it they have to lower it i mean they've already done it once where they almost made it to zero percent <laughs> just lower it like people out here need to get it i want to buy a house with an interest rate of 1.4 make it happen mm -hmm. Right. Do you think that's going to affect the what's called housing market? In no, because because it, housing markets are smart, so they'll adjust. They have to adjust. Yeah, they're just going to raise their prices or something like that. So that one percent is more. No facts, facts, facts. That's almost interesting. We're going to see that. We also got uh, a couple more earnings reports. Um, we I got. I feel so sorry for these people. Very sorry. Like it's. I don't know why they decided to put it in there. It's, it's, it's really weird to me. Like y'all could y'all could choose a different week. Like y'all all knew this is gonna happen. But uh, but that's a clear sign that they have bad news to give because what's gonna be their excuse? Uh, the election. That is fact. It's like a fallback. And the main ones being Uber, Alibaba, and Square. That's actually I can see bad stuff going on with them. Uber especially. Oh yeah. Have they like been like have have they, have their pro have they been their losses gone up or down? So they've been profitable yet. They've been no, they haven't. They're not profitable yet, but they've managed to maintain a stagnant market. Mm -hmm. They've been traveling sideways with minute and minute growth. But like, are people still taking Ubers now? Like that means yeah. no. I mean, because they, they, once again, they innovated. If you've gone into an Uber recently, it'll tell you if it has a socially distanced, um, socially distanced drivers. Like they have the little plastic barricade, they have the hand sign it. They'll tell you. So like you, you as a driver could be like, I mean, you as a passenger could be like, oh, next I don't want you. Next I don't want you until you upgrade yourself. But then that causes two things in my opinion, because one that causes like 
less pairings in there that so there's going to be less chances of them actually getting rides there's more times in between like okay this is a paid ride like this is revenue coming in and also did they put the rule where it's like you can't have more than three i guess there's no more three people in the car there's only two people you can only sit in the back no one can sit in the front so that reduces yeah. the amount of people that are in the cars paying for the trip if that makes sense yeah but i mean that's a that's a negligible uh, loss when you're thinking about the fact that they've lost 70% of their profits. And also in California, th- their their headquarters state is on the ballot this year for them to vote that if these drivers are employees or contractors, and if they become employees, Uber oh. is going under. Yeah. So is that going to happen? Do you think it's possible that will happen? Yes, because California's, that, California's liberal as fuck. It's a very progressive state. But yeah. this is the thing. No matter, no matter how much Uber innovates, no matter how much they do the social distancing stuff, the bottom line is this. People are going out less. People don't have to get anywhere. They don't have anywhere to go. So no matter what Uber does, and if, if, Uber, if Uber said, yo, we could take you on a spaceship, we have a helicopter ride, no matter what they do. I can see that happening. You want to take a trip to the moon? <laughs> people, people aren't going out as much anymore. People aren't going out at night, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's not happening anymore. Right. Halloween, Halloween just happened. You know how much money Uber makes on Halloween nights? Usually a shit ton. Only night they probably make more is, is New Year's. That didn't happen for them this year. So no matter how much they innovate, the bottom line is people are traveling less and that's hurting them. Man, we're gonna have to do a special episode for New Year's. That's gonna be Bro, oh my companies are bro. Companies, there's companies who make their half of their year's revenue on New Year's alone. Man. Like like clubs and stuff like that, they make half of their money. I've worked at bars. The month we brought in on New Year's Eve and stuff like that, bro, if you worked that night, you didn't work for the next month. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Let's see. What about uh, Alibaba and Square? They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> That's oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know anything about them. So Square Square and PayPal, right? Yeah. Between those two, they're, they're, they're the same as Neo and Tesla, basically. You know, the way they're, they're working with. PayPal was having a really good run. They were doing their thing. Now they're under 200, you know? Yeah, because they came out as Republican. They do donated money to Trump. Yeah, but company, companies just need to shut up when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, like, just shut up. If nobody asks you shit, don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mind yeah. you, own, like, Lily, not, you're going to gain nothing because you're going to piss somebody off. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, nobody ever says, nobody, like, like black people don't say, "Oh, this company is democratic. Let's go support them." The only thing they say is, "This company is Republican. Let's stop supporting them." Mm-hmm. Nobody supports you because you're democratic. They just stop supporting you if you're Republican. So if you don't, nobody asks you, don't say anything. <laughs> Literally. Hey, this is they're required to. This is what they got to do. Well, what's this? Is the thing I was telling my friend: Why do why do businesses have to? Like, I've had a business. I would not have any political alignment public. Uh, yeah, and it's just it's not beneficial to you when you unless someone if someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, do you think uh, do you think fascism is okay?" I, it's I think it's in your best interest to say no. Fascism is not okay. All right. If the follow up question is, "Well, Trump supports fascism, and your company and you donated to him last year," can you explain that? Your your you. the following answer should be, "I have no comment on that." Look for a press release Simple. from our PR department Simple. because you Simple. pay these people millions of dollars and their only job is to make sure you don't say dumb shit. And then your ass went ahead and said some dumb shit. So yeah, yeah. it's a it's a self-defeating prophecy and I don't get it. 
I don't want no smoke. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Literally, I'm good, bro. If you have an easier question, I'll gladly answer it. But that's a hard one. So. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Um, let's see. A couple other earnings reports going on. We got Barry Gold, a um, major gold mining company. We also got Papa John's. That's PZZA. Um, still alive? Huh? Yeah, they fired the racist dude, so they came back. Oh, okay. okay. Uh -huh. still, I didn't know they were still a page. Enough to see it. Um, hotels like Marriott and Hilton, um, CVS. They have um, slowly turned into movie, the private movie theater suites. Honestly. I like that. I like that idea. Turning a whole entire movie theater. Like, movie theaters need to think like that, man. Buy these fucking hotels and turn them into individual suites to run your movies. Yeah, bro. It's smart. Smart. We also got uh, Clorox, too. Uh, the stuff that uh, you want to put in your skin. Put in your yeah. blood. You got to drink, drink it. You got to drink, drink it. it. No, that's your yeah. get rid of COVID quick. Yeah, I, I, definitely, learned that. I definitely learned that as a chem major, that drinking Clorox We'll definitely do that, yeah. Hey, it's a fact. Chlorine will kill everything that is killing you, including you. <laughs> Literally. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is pretty much what is going on this week ahead. Uh, anything else that y'all looking at or? Yeah, I mean, I'm just playing it. I'm, I'm Ooh, relying you guys on know about... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go. You guys know about VIX? Like That's the um, three-way leverage opposite of the spy, right? Yes. So that's something to definitely look at, think about this week. Facts. I think that's something to look into this week, man, because it's one of it's one of those things like it's it's, it's so obvious. It's like it's one of the, you think it's it's too obvious to do it. Facts. Maybe that's why you should do it. <laughs> I'm a little bit leveraged, I guess. Uh, already playing a risky play with my put on the spy. But for those that are not aware, the VIX is basically a fund um, or an ETF that tracks and is tied to the inverse of the SPY and leveraged three times. Uh, let me just fact check this to make sure. But basically, that means if you think if the, the SPY goes up 1%, the VIX is going to go down 3%. Just layman's terms, going to go down three times for that specific day. Uh, so basically, that's pretty much how the VIX works. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really just a way, another way people track, okay, what is going on and try to make money off of what is going on, especially with the broader market. Um, and yeah, but that is definitely a good idea if, for those that like, okay, I want to put some money in, but not be limited or have like a, a deadline and still keep capital, but still increase my profits. That will be a, definitely a great idea. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm very interested in about that put, like uh, what's your strike price on that put? In expiration. My strike, it is. Let me see. Uh, let me look that up. I'm pretty sure it was 321. Mm. Let me let me just fact check. Uh, this is disconnected, but I think it was 321. So right now the market in in, in after hours the spy is at 327. Um, so I was looking for something that was a little bit out the money that way I can uh, it, it was be cheap. It will not be too affected by when it starts to move. Um, but I think by Wednesday. It's definitely going to reverse because it was dropping it? up to the last hour of Friday. Have you covered it? Two dollars, huh? Did you cover it? Uh, covering, you mean um, like did, uh, have I closed it? Uh, no, cover like to protect it just in case. So you pick a a call price that's under your strike price. So just in case you get oh, as a spread. Oh, I was thinking about doing a spread, but I'm, I'm waiting to see how the market really goes. Okay, on Monday. So I just have it open. So it's, a, it's an open call, but that's a great idea for those that don't know. Um, 
with the options, you can either have, the, you can either buy a singular option contract or you can use a combined two, but doing the opposite to reduce the price of an options play, but also uh, keep it within specific conditions and make profit off of that. Yeah. Um, the, if the, way, the best way to think about it is go in heavy with the one that you want and then go shallow with the one that you don't. So if yep. your plan, your first plan fails, your second plan has to succeed by force. Yep. And most of the time, some people do it together at the same time, put the both of them at the same time, but some people kind of spread them out and kind of see how the market performs and does that, so which is kind of what I'm doing. Um, so it's a little bit complicated, but it makes sense once you understand it. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the week ahead. For me, pretty much I sold off all my stocks last week, um, locked in profits, cut off my losses, and I'm trying to keep capital ready for whatever big move I feel that is going to happen this week. I do have an open put on SPY. Um, see, I'm going to still use the same risk management method, make sure I'm not uh, see it's a bit on what happens, but then I might use that as an opportunity to buy back in and even increase that. Um, but we're going to see. Uh, I'm still going to keep an eye out on scanners and unusual options activity. I'm still getting the hang of them and learning these, but I'll keep you guys posted as I'm learning. But with these, I've not had much time to focus on it, mainly because I was trying to rebalance my portfolio with the stocks and mainly just selling all of them. Um, still the same watch list. Uh, actually, I, this got kind of outdated. This was last week, but I'll still keep these in my radar. I'm gonna be looking at some of those other major stocks or see what pops up on my scanners or radar this week. Um, how about you, Hero? Uh, the thing that is gonna be for me is uh, I'm and I'm at a full cash deposit. I bought into the dip of Microsoft and uh, Apple, two shares apiece, and I'm already at a five percent, uh, easy five percent gain on them even at that shallow dip, I'm, I'm using the strategy from six months ago, eight months ago. It's been tested and proven in my lifetime. Uh, the companies that survived the, the last pandemic will also survive this pandemic. Definitely. Stick to what you know. So you said you bought into Microsoft. What other ones are you looking at? And Apple. Apple. But I'm, I'm, I'm totally prepared to spend $1,000 on an option, on an option spread, option play, Three or four or one big lump sum. Let's fucking do it. Yep. That's dope. That's dope. How about you, Hameen? Um, I'm I all, I all my money right now was in long um options. So like they expire like in January and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm really, like, you know, some of them I in January I got out of them, but I'm really at the point like, you know, we'll just wait and see because because it's a nerve-wracking time right now. So if wait and see requires the least amount of work for me to do. Facts. Like, so it just Wait and see and see what happens. Who knows what's gonna be going on in January? You know, there's Black, Black Friday still, there's Christmas, there's all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of on like a wait and see thing. Facts. Because there's a lot of potential in holding those long-term ones because they're guaranteed. That's why they're pricey because they're pretty much guaranteed. Like, did you know, like, I'm so proud, but Jeremy is still up. Like, he's up like almost at 800% on his long-term NIO call. And that's it's just going crazy. I think you just made 22% off. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did. Yeah. NIO. Oh, my God. How did I forget about that? NIO came in clutch Tuesday morning. I don't know what I was thinking. I was just looking at it like, dang, this is a, this is a response. This is a heavy support dip for them. I'm like, if they get support, then uh, it'll come back. But I was like, what the hell? Ten, ten shares real quick. And I closed the app. I don't look at it the rest of the day. And I get a ping. And it's like, oh, you up 10% on the day. And I look back, no, I'm up 22. So I'm like, okay, stop trail loss. Go down four, 
Yeah, I run off with 18% total. But that 22, when I saw that 22, I was like, let's sell right now. But NIO, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't savvy the company. I only savvy the charts. But whatever it is that keeps them afloat, uh, it's sort of like Billy. When I was heavy on Billy, I can't wait to start using them as an option play. I, I'm waiting for their next big dip to put in an option play. Facts. Definitely check out the RSI indicator. That's a great way to kind of notice when it's about to happen. Um, but that's a great strategy. And I'm I'm really glad to see, like, people are winning on these things. Like, that is crazy. That is crazy. These call these call-outs that we're doing, these are really what's, like, going to change the game for us and just really put us in a different level. Like, these these stocks that we're calling out right now, like, making plays off and um, putting money in, it's like, this is going to make be a game-changer down the line. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much our members' picks for the weeks. Um, other people were able to join on today, but um, they also will have uh, stuff. I'll definitely get them to drop theirs and share. So we can all, like, pay attention for, with each other and, like, make plays and make money off of this um, stuff going on this week. Um, but, yeah, that is our episode for this week. Um, just as a recap, uh, we did our lesson of the week on uh, earnings calendar with all the earnings going on. There's a lot of opportunities for those. Uh, but tools that we use, Earnings Whisper, that's a great website, www.earningswhispers.com. It tell you pretty much which stocks are going to be uh, available, which stocks are going to be publicly uh, releasing their earnings reports um, and things like that. Uh, or you can check your uh, app. I know Robinhood for a fact has upcoming earnings um, label where you can see okay, which companies are releasing their earnings. Um, think or swim to their major trade. Another thing I love about think or swim is they have a calendar tool built in. So you can literally have it displayed and tell you, okay, what stocks are doing their earnings. And even as you're looking at charts, it will tell you, okay, at this point, this is where earnings took place at this point. So that's one of the things I love about think or swim. They, they give you everything you need to be successful, but you just got to learn how to use it. Um, and it's a great way that they display it. Um, another app you can use is super stocks. Um, it does have earnings calendar on there. Um, but yeah, Definitely stay tuned. Um, next week, we'll be reviewing the, the second chapter of the Calculated Risk book. So we're all learning um, and prepare to cover all the other stuff. So make sure to do these next steps because we're sharing all this free game with you. You got to support us too. Or we would love for you to do the typical smashing of the like button. So follow our pages and share. But thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for guests that we have on today. Uh, pretty much. All of us are excited to see what's happening this week. Um, this is a trade tribe, so make sure to share this with your friends and family, whichever way you're watching or listening. Follow us on social media at The Trade Tribe and subscribe to us on YouTube and any podcast app that you're on. We are now on all podcast platforms, so there's no excuse for you to not subscribe. Yeah. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, anything you name it. We're going to put an RSI SS link on the website once that gets done. So. Definitely get engaged, comment, join the discussions. Uh, we are still taking members of the tribe as we're growing. Um, and if, if you have anything that you'd like to see, let us know. Um, but that, besides that, we are out. Good luck trading and the tribe out. Oh, what do you know? Look at that. It's as if Taufik went through the whole thing, didn't do any review. And not only did he finish early, he did it without fucking up. Let's give a round of applause for him right now. He's halfway into his, his challenge and he's successfully done it with proof that it works. I'm a proud brother right now. I'm a proud brother.
It's almost like I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Man, it's, it's nerd, it's nerd right there.